I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're not too old, and it's not too late. You're listening to the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me today, welcome. Thanks for giving us a shot. You can follow Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble, if you prefer social networks. You can also follow on Apple Spot. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org to take advantage of that free 30-day deal. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're not too old, and it's not too late. It absolutely astounds me how we lose sight of how much time we have. And then we assume the things that we want to do with our lives require every minute of our lives all the time. So there's a couple things I want to talk about with this quote in particular, especially as it pertains to our expectations. Because there's a couple essential components to having a positive mindset on what we're capable of. The first one is understanding full well that we have limitations. All of us do. And the second one is to assume that older age is a drawback or an actual limitation. So our expectations on ourselves and, and this could be this is true for me. I don't know if it's true for everybody, but our expectations on ourselves can generally be extremely high. And so when we start to think about doing something, accomplishing a goal, whether it's getting a degree or going back and getting our high school diploma if we never did, acquiring a new skill, learning to play a new sport, learning a new hobby, getting good at anything cultivating any kind of experience or skill in anything. We tend to immediately go to that negative place, a lot of us do anyway, where we're like, why bother, first of all? And then second of all, I don't have time. It's too late for me. Well, the reason these are somewhat ridiculous modes of thinking is because learning something new doesn't really take much time. If you're comparing yourself to the people who have mastered it, it will, because mastery of a skill requires a tremendous amount of time. But then we have to ask ourselves, do we really want to master whatever it is we're going to pursue, or do we just want to pursue it honestly so that we can do something new and grow? That's an expectations thing. If we look at something we would like to do and we go, well, why bother? I'll never be Michael Jordan. You know, I mean, 
most of us, even with a hundred hours of practice a day in a 24 hour day and a thousand days of practicing in a year when there's only 365 days in a year, still won't be as good as that guy. That's Michael Jordan. So if we start our expectations on that comparison level, then yeah, we're going to be discouraged. But that's not a you're not too old, you're not too late problem. That's an expectations problem. You expect that the thing you're going to pursue requires that you be the best at it. So we got to avoid that trap. The trap of assuming that we need to be the best at whatever it is we're going to pursue. It's good to aim up. It's good to aim high. But there's no sense in getting in the analysis paralysis portion of that where we just decide if we don't accomplish a certain goal, then why bother? The second part of that is the why bother. What am I going to gain from it? So obviously, acquiring any new skill, honestly, does not require more than six weeks of attention. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Six weeks. Whatever it is you think that you can't do, I promise you in six weeks you can do it on some level. You can definitely in six weeks learn to do it better than you can do it today. Heck, you may do that in six hours. In six weeks in the grand scheme of a lifespan, when there's 52 weeks in a year and the average lifespan of, I don't know, 70 years, that's 70 times 52, that's what, 35,000 no, 3,500 weeks? What is 6 out of 3,500? Give me a second here. That is 0 0.001. So that puts us at 0.1%. 0.1.7% of your life it takes to acquire a new skill and use it. And I know what you may be thinking. Well, Craig, I can't get a degree in six weeks. No, you can't. But you can begin to get a degree in six weeks. And if you're heavily focused on actually the piece of paper, then there's no point in getting educated anyway, because the whole purpose of education is to challenge you and make you grow. And the process is supposed to be the point, not the destination. I'm going to say that again, because I need to hear this every I need to hear this frequently. Even, for example, on this podcast, the process is the point, not the destination. If you get too hung up on the end results or the end game, you lose sight of the journey. And the journey is the point. You're going to spend a tremendous amount. You're going to spend tremendously more time on the journey than at the destination. Because even when you've actually obtained that piece of paper in a diploma situation, Guess what? You don't get to stop learning. Diplomas are a beginning, not an end. I am super guilty of this. The process and the journey are difficult to embrace as the point. It is very, very easy to get hung up on the end game and, and the end results. It's very easy to do that. It is a trap because we will be in perpetual misery because we will constantly be comparing ourselves to where we think we need to be rather than just accepting ourselves for where we are in that path. 
six weeks, I promise. If you give it a decent amount of time and attention, in six weeks, you will have at least accomplished a decent step forward in wherever it is you hope to be heading. Well, beheading, there's got to be a way, better way to say that. <laughs> the point is this. It was super sobering for me to realize that the majority of the most successful people in the world accomplish most of their life's, the most significant part of their life's work in a short period of time. They've invested themselves into that over a long period of time, but ultimately, their biggest contributions to the world were a short-lived contribution. It wasn't their entire lives. It didn't. It was one, two, maybe three years of their lives. I mean, even if we did basketball players, Michael Jordan wasn't a basketball player forever. And these things pass and fade. One thing that really helps me on this process is to view our lives as seasons. We go through seasons of life. And I can tell you right now that as a parent, I'm at the season where my biggest responsibility and role is in being a father and a husband and protecting that part of my life. And to do that well requires a tremendous amount of work and time and attention. And I can't pursue other things right now. And that is a hard pill to swallow. We're going to move that into that here in a moment. Before I do, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online before you get charged a penny. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Take advantage of this limited time offer right now. Do we allow ourselves the grace necessary to get started so that we can begin this transition or this long process or this relatively long process of learning something new? Or are we just writing ourselves off as it, oh, we're too old, it's too late? I think it's funny because, like I said, we go through seasons of life. And as we go through these seasons, 
we lose sight of the fact that our lives are like a giant timeline. And that if we do things well, it does require sacrifice. We have to give some things up. And so, like I said with this parenting thing, we do shelf things when we're parents because we, if we are trying to love our family well and protect our family and our marriage, it will require all of us, all of our time and attention. But that is one season of our life. If the average lifespan is approximately 68 or 65 to 70 years old, I think that's around what it is at this moment in time. If you have children that are going to be 20 years old, 20 to 25 on average before they move out, but they'll probably be mostly independent by the time they are in their teen years, hopefully. In other words, they probably won't even want to hang out with you very much. Then the actual most time-consuming portion of adulting in the area of parenting is about 15-ish years, 15 to 18 years. Yeah, I mean, that's a third of your life. And yeah, you've got to set all the other stuff aside for that third of your life at least. But that's still a season. And it's something you can really truly enjoy being a good parent and spending time and attention on your family. I've had to shelf a lot of things in my life. And it hurt at first, but now that I've actually began to embrace the season I'm in, I'm finding far more gratitude and joy in what I have. And there is a satisfaction in doing something well. So embracing the season we're in, I think, is, is absolutely essential for obtaining joy. And so this goes back to our expectations. If there's something we want to be able to do, all we can really do is take small steps toward it as we are in different seasons of our life. Maybe we work full-time and we have a part-time job. Maybe we have an immense amount of responsibility at this stage of our life, and we can't do the things we want to do as well as we'd like to do them, but that's okay. All we can do is accept the, the little steps we can take at that current stage of our life. In that season of our life. Brings the Bible verse to mind that this too shall pass. That's true for good things too. Our kids aren't going to be around forever. They're not going to be young forever. That season is going to pass and it's going to fade into the past. And it's going to be a sad time when that happens. But it is very easy to resent the seasons we're in at every season we're in it. And constantly be chasing a new season. And to never be happy. Peterson talks about this in a lot of respects. He says that your purpose in your life is sitting right in front of you. It's the responsibility sitting right in front of you that you are avoid doing. Avoiding doing. If you really want to find joy and peace in your life, look at the responsibilities right in front of you. The small little things that you avoid on a daily basis. And then rather than avoiding them, learn to do them very well. 
This could be something as simple as cleaning your room. Loving your spouse better or your partner. Loving your family better. Being more diligent at your job. Being the best version of yourself you can in all of these areas. You will find that any spare time you might have had will vanish if you try to do these things really well. And I definitely don't do them all very well myself. So don't beat yourself up if you don't do them perfectly because nobody will. The point is most of us are avoiding our immediate responsibilities because we're living in the clouds. We're waiting for that future, that utopian dream that we have in our heads of how our lives are supposed to be. Rather than embracing the immediate responsibilities right in front of us, that ultimately have the capacity of bringing us immense joy and satisfaction. Have you ever cleaned your room and cleaned it well? There's a self-esteem in it. There's a joy in having done a good job on a small thing. Have you been avoiding your laundry? Do it and do it well. We want the reward of healthy self-esteem and joy without any of the work. And I say we because I'm the same way. That's, that's just in our nature. And then if, if there are things that we want to pursue in the long run that are our ultimate goals, but we think we're too old and it's too late. Well, all we can do is get started and, and embrace the journey. And it will be, have be it, our lives will have been immensely better if we had just begun the journey than not begun at all. Even if we don't hit the end result. We still will have gotten ourselves on the path. And maybe you will hit it. Maybe you'll be surprised. Like I said, it... Just like if you look at a task or responsibility in front of you that seems daunting and impossible. Have you ever looked at a project around the house and you've avoided it for months because you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to take me forever. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. And I'm going to have to learn how to do it. It's going to be so painful and so disturbing. And so it like nags at you for, for days, weeks, months. And then finally, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then you go to do it. And then it takes you like two days. Two days. We tend to build these things up in our head so much more dramatically than they actually are. <clears throat> we assume that these things are going to require the rest of our lives to accomplish. But you will be amazed when you actually just begin that journey how much you will adapt and how much you will accomplish in a short period of time. We don't need as much time as we think we do. In the technologically rich culture we're in, we also have unlimited access to masters of almost every area we can try, we can pursue. At no point in history have we had the opportunity for growth like we do right now. If you want to learn anything, and I do mean anything, 
You can literally search for it on the internet and learn how to do it in minutes or at least get started. Are you going to master it in minutes? No. But you don't even need to write a check. Can you not afford college? Then don't go to college. What is it you want to learn? Start learning it today. Seriously, just look it up and begin. And then start saving for college if you really want the degree. You will be shocked. Some of these teachers are phenomenal. I've learned how to detach my lawnmower blade and re reassemble it from an internet video. I learned how to plant grass from an internet video. I learned how to replace a sink from an internet video. These are, these are skills that I never in a million years would have expected that I would ever acquire. But me being a parent, I procrastinated them for months and months and months. And then I finally buckled down and said, I'm going to have to learn this. I don't care how long it takes. And then to my shock, it took a couple hours for a lot of these things. All I had to do was accept the fact that I might screw it up. And to be realistic in my expectations that, yes, guess what, Craig? You've never done this before, so you're going to not do it correctly the first three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. That's what learning is. It's doing something, then failing at it, then doing it again, then failing at it, then doing it again and failing at it. That's what learning is. That is the human process. We must go through the pain to build the muscle. No pain, no gain. It's true for our bodies, too, on a biological level. Not just on an existential level, because we're just dis discussing existential. If you want to get in shape, you have to inflict pain on your body. That's what exercise is. It is literally the unraveling and destruction of muscle, muscle tissue. It is a literal physical death of, 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 of a kind. And then your body comes in and it, and it rebuilds the tissue stronger than it was before. And then you tear it down again. And then it comes in and rebuilds it stronger. And it keep, you keep breaking it down and it rebuilds it and breaking it down. Life is this death resurrection process. Same thing with learning. You fail at it and it emotionally hurts. So then you come back and you you build it better than you did before. And then you fail at it again and it hurts. And then you come back and you you do it again better than before. And then before you know it, you've cultivated a skill. We tend to think that pain is not part of the process. But there is no process in existence of growth that exists without pain. And no degree of toughness or strength, whether that's in the physical form, the emotional form, the um, metaphysical form. Ask yourself who the strongest people you know are. Then ask yourself if they've ever not experienced pain. 
generally the people we know that are the toughest are the ones who have experienced tremendous pain. There's a book on this that's really good. It's by David Goggins. It's called Can't Hurt Me. I'm going to give you a language warning on that one. He's a military guy. He does not hold back in his language. In some ways, the language actually helps with the way the story is communicated. But he became the Ultraman, which is like the ultimate physical test of strength and endurance. And not just physically, but mentally. And he also was a Navy SEAL. He learned to master this pain aspect. He grew up not only to, ma to learn how to master it, but he grew up in an, ab in an abusive household in which he was physically abused. He somehow miraculously transformed this, this pain, this tremendous pain into tremendous strength. And he talks about that in his book, Can't Hurt Me. He talks about how important pain is to our growth and how a lot of the a lot of us we just have the wrong mindset about pain and we set mental barriers to our growth because we just avoid pain at all costs and one of my favorite quotes from him is the comfort zone is a wonderful place to visit but nothing grows there and that's so true if we spend all of our time and attention in our comfort zone, we just don't grow. We just don't. And if we really, really want to become strong people, not only do we need to learn to embrace pain, but we need to learn how to voluntarily walk into it. That's that next level. Paul did this in the Bible. He learned the lifestyle of intentionally walking into pain and suffering. It's the same thing David Goggins discovered. If we only react to the pain that the world presents to us, then we only get strong in those areas. But if we want to cultivate a tremendous deep strength in specific areas, then we need to learn to walk into suffering in those areas so that we can die and rebuild ourselves in those areas. And like I said, the most obvious example on this is exercise. If we want to build physical muscle, then we need to walk into a gym. <laughs> and we need to start inflicting pain on ourselves. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm saying you need to do this smart. Don't just start damaging your tendons or muscles. But the whole point is we need to break down our muscle tissue. And very, very few people embrace that part of their lives where they, are, they voluntarily walk into the suffering. It's one thing to go from pain avoidance to pain acceptance it's quite another to step from pain acceptance into looking and seeking it out i don't know who needs to hear this but you're not too old and it's not too late this is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If you haven't liked, shared, or subscribed, please do so on Facebook, YouTube, and, R Tube and Rumble, wherever you're watching this video or listening to this podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Check out wisdomworthknowing.org if you want to connect with the show in any other way or if you'd like to donate and help the show grow. There's a GoFundMe page that is linked right through there. 
And until next time, like I said, do not, I do not know who needs to hear this, but you're not too old and it's not too late. Let's begin our journey today. So until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today because that's all we can do. Have a good day.